0: This podcast has been modified to accommodate listeners with high-frequency hearing loss. The common yellowthroat is a loud and lively warbler found along the edges of marshes and wetlands. It is one of the few warblers found nearly everywhere across North America every summer. Males are known for their broad black masks and unmistakable witchity, witchity, witchity songs. My name is Rob, and this is Songbirding. It's a couple hours before sunset, and I'm visiting the oddly named Swan Lake Lane, a short dead-end road about half a kilometer in length along a wetland, just outside of the small town of Lions Head. There's no lake here, no swans, but there's a small wetland where over the years I've observed a diversity of bird species. It may be a short distance to go, but if the bird populations here are as dense as they usually are, it's still going to be a long walk.
1: So is American goldfinch going over. Okay, here, hear right I the you up there. Red Iperia. American Red Star. making those higher pitch sounds. I think the cedar wax will Certainly in the right spot for it. Hmm distant warbles sound like they could be tree frogs. That's an interesting call. Sounds like an eastern meadowlark. interaction call, Eastern Metalurk, presumably some kind of communication to other Metalurks, okay you probably heard that, that was a raven and there seems to be an egret on the move too Yeah, so there's a raven in a tree just around the corner from me. Something squeaking right in front of me. In the tree that I was looking at had a flicker and a waxwing. Raven's left the tree. Now he's flying. Oh, and just as I put the camera away. What looks to be a fledgling Phoebe is landed right in front of me in perfect light. He's chipping. This place is very active tonight. Just as uh, the Phoebe flew off, He's still here, just on the other side of the road, but in bad lighting for photo. As he landed there, a cuckoo flew underneath him and right by. Like a yellow billed cuckoo. Phoebe's still sitting there but not making a sound anymore. There needs to be a lot of activity here tonight. Give this Phoebe some room. Red-eyed Virio. Oh. There's the second Phoebe. So one of the parents, I believe. Yeah. Now they're both pumping their tails. That's something they do. Phoebe's when perched their tails back and forth. I don't know what the sound it's making is though, I'm not familiar with that. Maybe something to communicate with the young one. Something they're not their typical fee-bee, Phoebe, buzzy call. Still sitting in the same spot just looking around. Young one, the adults kind of hiding in the tree. with better lighting. It looks like the second Phoebe is also juvenile. much younger than the other one. Perhaps there's two generations of them here. Oh, and I just saw a hummingbird take off from a perch on a dead tree. And I just watched it fly away. Took off as a um, tree catbird got curious and started climbing the tree a bit. Also, that first Phoebe was the adult and is in the middle of a molt, making it look really awkward. So, I'm gonna have to check some photos to compare and ensure that that's the case. So, I'm gonna to to check some photos and see which is the case. Well, we got two immature birds that are at different stages or if we got an adult in the middle of a molt and thus looking a little awkward and a juvenile as well. The second one is definitely juvenile because he has the little bit of yellow to the bill but isn't present in adults at all don't molt, so they don't change colors or anything. Once they've gone from yellow to the darker gray color they have, that's it. You can hear that catbird meowing. Let's head towards the catbird what it has to see. What was that? So it looks like he had a couple American red starts chasing Joe. Or at least an American redstart chasing something. Several gulls going over. It looks to be a mix of ring-billed herring gulls. You might hear them. If they call. Goldfinch about to go over. This vireo is very persistent. Got a white admiral butterfly here as well. So the habitat we're in is a mixture of succession, field, and a stand of cedar. Catbird sneaking around here. And there's also a wetland here too. So this is a good spot because there's all kinds of edges here. Birds love edge habitats. Something, do you hear the wing beats? at me, not sure what, it's not similar to how yellow throats do that, but I'm sure there are other kinds of warblers that also make that sound, you are know, a morning dove in the distance, that was a yellow throat and a song sparrow both at the same time there, and this I'm not sure who's doing this tick call. showing itself. may have to go down as a mystery. It doesn't show itself. Let's go talk to the cat. There was an indigo bunting in the background there. Here we go, Catbird song. So, Catbirds are mimics, but they also have a crazy song that's just rambling on and then they throw in random other birds that they've heard. Or I should say, other sounds that they've heard. I think he stopped. You can always tell it's a catbird because they just keep going on and on and making up things. So that's a calls. Oh, a very big gull going over, so probably a herring gull. Go. It's got... Indigo bunting and common yellowthroat. American goldfinch is now flying over. You can hear the tones of a mourning dove in the distance. Although it's probably not actually that far away. Yellowthroat again, which is the Wichita Wichita call song, rather. Read the common yellow-throat there. There it is with the Wichita Wichita song. Oh, that was neat. So that was a great catbird mimicking a vireo. practicing, he's not even making a song I uh, Typically, great Catholic songs go on, on, on. So he's going to string together a bunch of phrases into a song. It's probably a shorebird of some kind that he's mimicking. And there's this veery song. Let's listen some. Common yellow throat again. Very strong common yellow throat songs. Well, what do we got here? I've got a green heron flying over. Decide to continue on, not landing the wetland yet. Waxwing going overhead. That's another good hunting. barely audible the wicka 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 call that's coming from the northern flicker and i just had a young or female american redstart flying through me went back in. So that was indigo bunting that you see. The distance is a cow pond. That is a hairy woodpecker. It's not vocalizing, however, though. It looks to be a female. And you're hearing a cow in the distance. There's also a raven here, too, that is a crow I'm looking at, but... there are two ravens calling each other. They're on the opposite sides of me, so... One is being harassed by, it's probably a red-winged blackbird, because that's what they do. They harass rocks and crows often. And ravens, too. A black-capped chickadee just showed up. Uh-huh. And so is the raven, except it's higher pitch. It tends to be just a single. They also have lots of other communications. There's an the indigo bunting just singing now. These two of them. Very far away. Yeah, I can hear them both.
0: Yes, you just heard a chorus of Eastern Coyote, also known as the Song Dogs. We'll hear more from them in the second half. Songbirding the Bruce Peninsula was recorded, engineered, narrated, and created by me, Rob Porter, with Creative Commons music from Scott Buckley, and additional Creative Commons sounds from Jordan Powell.